some, mis- some mistake regardless, yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um But yeah, man, I think that's yeah, it's just it's just you gotta just protect yourself, man. And I know obviously like the whole year with the part even the past, because we've been in pandemic for like what, twenty since twenty twenty, I think. 2020 like yeah. it's literally the whole year a lot's been gonna like i was saying to you before like i feel like me and just me anyway I, i'm not saying I, I don't i don't care when i when i hear about um deaths and stuff but it was almost like i don't know you don't i don't i don't feel yeah i'm, I'm a bit desensitized because it's like we, we like even with covid we've heard it of people passing, 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 passing. And it's like, you hear it so much, it almost becomes like, it doesn't become like, sh- you don't become shocked anymore because it's it's like, you know, like when people used to say, like when people watch violence on TV, yeah. you can become desensitized because you're seeing it so much. But when you keep hearing of people passing, people passing, especially you've, you've, you've like gone through loss yourself and multiple loss. Do you know what I mean? So it's, you almost become like, okay, is this okay? Someone, someone else has passed, another person's passed. Like it, you know, like when when my when my dad passed, that was the first person close in my family to have passed. You know what I mean? So of course there was a bit of, um, like sh- a bit of shock in it. Like not even though I I kind of I didn't I wasn't too surprised, but it was still a bit like, oh wow. Then when my mom passed, that was, I was like okay, that's this is because it's you know it's close to that's my mom, so that's of course that's gonna hurt. But then after that, the other losses that I experienced. I don't. I don't feel like I, I felt the same emotions. I don't know. Maybe because I don't know. Maybe like I don't know. Something I feel like well, I'm, was I de- am I desensitized or am I drained? As in drained from just because I've been through some all the time on the news and you know. yeah, it's that's COVID. It's it's your own personal losses you dealt with. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you almost become okay. I, I don't know if I ha- what I have any more like I don't know that like reaction. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like I don't know, like how 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 do you feel like in terms of like do you feel like you've become a lot more desensitized to to death? And I don't I don't, when I say desensitized, I feel like it's not a bad word, but I mean more so just because you've been through you've been you've experienced loss multiple times. Mm. So does do you feel like it's had an effect of how how you how you hear about death now? So if you hear about death now, do you think like you feel like, well? Of course, it depends on, on the person, mm. but do you do you feel like it's kind of it? You going through your own loss has this has made you feel a bit desensitized. So I think the first time it happened to my dad, there was a bit of a shock because you know grief is the word you just don't hear. Mm. You're just getting on with life, and obviously you hear about it and you thought, oh wow, that hurts. You know, like it. I think grief is an emotion mm. as well when even people don't see it, but it, it's closer. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. So I think people. I think grief is an is part of an emotion, mm. but it's how you see it, you know that that matters. So, I think I became a bit desensitized after um, with this with just the news with COVID and people just losing their lives, loved ones, you know. And yeah, you, I, I, that's when I became a bit desensitized. Mm. It's just like you know. Um, you don't even feel anything anymore. It, it just, it's just a continuous cycle. But but do you feel like for you, do you feel like you felt like that because you've lost 
your parents or do you feel like like because you keep hearing of people passing like you know for example with, with the COVID news that we're always hearing weekly of people how many people the amount of cases that we have people dying so do you think it's because if you keep hearing of cases people dying dying do you think that's what do you think that's what's made you sensitized or is it is it because of your of your parents i'll probably say the news when you hear of like reports of people you know dying and it gets to like thousands and you know the numbers keep going up but this i don't it just doesn't feel real you know when you think about it mm. you know that's that's just the way that i that i see this whole grief you know i think if you've lost someone to you personally then you will feel more desensitized to what yeah, you hear yeah, in the news yeah. because it's something that you know, to some people, you're used to just hearing about it on a yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, that's true. But even because even when I, when I think of, because I, I always say to myself like, like I, I know I have emotions, but sometimes I feel like that's why I, I ask myself. I don't know if I'm just drained from just grief, or my or I don't. Or it doesn't really hit me anymore when I hear of death, or when I, when or even even like. Even just speaking about it, I, I think even even being able to just speak about it, I feel like maybe that's a form of me being sensitized because, you know, speaking about something that that's 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 so heavy, yeah. or that can be filled with so much heavy emotion, but I can speak about it as if as if to say I'm speaking like 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 anything else. I'm I'm speaking about it. same way I speak about like maybe films, football, any anything in life. But but again, it's not a bad thing. That like, it, it just shows it could just show that yes, I've. You know, I'm at a place where I've, I've, I'm able to speak about my grief, but at the same time, it's like when I hear about death, it doesn't really. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same impact. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think some people, when they have experienced grief, it's, it might be draining to them if they talk about it more or if not then maybe it might not have the same effect on them you know yeah that's why i feel like yeah when i ask, I, f I feel like it's a, it's a bit of both like i am probably a bit drained um like mentally drained from it so like and because of that i don't know i just don't it's like i no longer have also i don't have an emotional capacity but i just feel like sometimes i don't know how can I put it? Like if if I'll ever have a natural reaction to grief again, like yeah. do you know what I mean? Like so for me, it's now it's just like oh, someone else has passed, and I'm just like damn. It's, it's, of course, it's sad, it's unfortunate, but for me, it's like oh, someone else has passed. It's not a thing. Oh, that someone. Oh, this person passed. Like yeah. I'm like, there's no, sh there's no shock anymore. There's no. I don't know. Yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's no. I'm just like okay, someone, someone else is another person who's passed. And I don't mean that in an insensitive way, but it's, it's just like, again, I think it's just because I've been so used to it, yeah. you know. So, and even just like, um, I think I, I I don't know. I think like it's it, I I don't I don't want it's tricky because I know like I don't want to have to experience grief again. I know it's inevitable because, mm. you know, people pass and so I can't say I can't say for sure that yeah I would definitely I would definitely not have a uh uh kind of like a organic emotion to 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 
when I hear of loss again, because so, I don't I don't know who it depends who it is. Like I'm not like I may not be as I may not feel anything about hearing about someone's passing who I who I don't know in it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that doesn't mean I'm I'm happy that that, that the person that person's passed, even though I don't know them. But there, there's no you know what I mean there's no connection, so I may not have any feelings in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I can't say for sure that I will never feel emotion again. But I just feel like right now it's kind of hard because. It's all all of we just even the the past two years all we've ever been hearing just COVID, mm-hmm. COVID and then then again it's it's along with COVID past COVID deaths and then it's our own grief that we're dealing with da- daily, like do you know what I'm trying to say so it's like that coupled with that so it's just kind of a continuous thing continuous thing like because that's the thing with grief it's not like it's you know something you can just kind of put 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 away in the cupboard for like a few hours or a couple of days. It's coming with you everywhere you're going. Like we're sitting here, it's it's, it's here. You know, you you, you go in here, it's, it's it's just there in it. So so it's like maybe that can make you just feel a bit more desensitized because you just mm-hmm. you you've been you, you've been used to it. Like, but and even though like we, it's, it's part of life because you know death is part of it's like all still part of the cycle. But it's it's it still it still makes us we still get we we're still. Have a sense of disbelief or 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 shock, whatever emotions may come with. We we still sense that because it's still a heavy thing. Do you know what I mean? Even though it's it's inevitable, we know it, but it's still heavy in it. And yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not saying like I'm just heartless. I, I I have like a heart of ice or however the expression goes, but I do feel like something. I'm, I'm like almost just desensitized a bit. Like I don't know. So yes, I, I don't know. It's a it's a, it's a weird one. Like. Mm, yeah. It's a weird one. Um Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't like you know, and sometimes as well it's it's processing things as well. Like for me, like I feel like the reason why like I feel the sense is because I didn't process all my losses in the same way. So like, you know, my dad passed and that wasn't I wasn't processing the same way my mum passed and or when my granddad passed or when I lost my friend, it's just like it's different. I remember my granddad, I, I didn't even cry. And I thought, right, oh, man, like, is that is that, is that odd? I didn't, didn't know in one tear. Yeah. But I don't know. It's not because I I didn't like you know. I didn't care. I wasn't. But it's just because it was just different. I think maybe because. Um, I didn't knew he was. I I I didn't know he was gonna pass. But I don't know. I just, yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't. I just didn't like cry. I don't know. Yeah, I think some people are different when it comes depending on who it, the person is and who the who it meant to the person mm. who they were then yeah i think it'll matter more you know depending on how long the relationship was with mm. the person then it might hit them differently to some people yeah like do you f- do you feel like you processed your mum your dad's death and your mum's death in the same way um I don't think it was the same way because I was twelve years old. So obviously, when you're t- when you're young, you 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 don't know what death is about. But obviously, if you have like a older parent and you and you have a little daughter or son that's like five years old, then mm. you might need to explain it to them in a way that they'll be able to understand it because they might not understand it, you know. But they'll give you small subtle um, ways of showing it 
you know, mm. even with Mark, um, the guest that we had on, he's writing a book about grief and young children. Yeah. Because he wants them to understand understand it in a way that they will be educated on the on the topic. Yeah. So, yeah, I think back to the point. Um, yeah, I'd, it it hits you much more differently when you, to me, it hit me differently when I was o- older. You know, because um, obviously, I didn't know what it was, but it was just frustration, and you know, um, I don't like to use this word, but regret. Mm. You know, because it happened too soon. You know, but I don't, I don't like saying the word regret because. But, but you, when you say regret, in terms of as in you had regrets. Well, probably. What I mean by it is her not seeing me get older and, you know, you know, do certain things in life that will, you know, make her proud. Yeah. So like, like in a way like that, um, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I definitely had that as well. Like I was just thinking like, well, there, there you obviously I missed like the memories and missed, I missed her. But then also missing like what the memories that I'm not gonna make or the, or, or the times when she's not gonna see me like the mouth you know just the milestones that she's gonna miss mm. you know what I mean so like definitely that was um that 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 is that was hard it was still as hard do you know what I mean but but even just when I like just reflect back from you know from when she passed till now. And what I was saying, circling back to what what we were talking about earlier, mm. like I don't know if it's if it's made me more emotional or less emotional. Like, mm, that's a good question. Like I don't have emotions, but it's like I'm I'm a, I'm just I'm a bit. I'm just I'm yeah I'm just, I'm used to this now. Like I'm it's like, mm. you know I understand that this is it's it's life. Do you know what I mean? But. I don't know, yeah, but just the, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if I can show the same emotions, or I have, I don't know how. Like I feel like, like my, 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 my emotional battery is sort of, yeah. just wearing. I don't know. It's just like, it's it's decreasing. Like, yeah, I think it's a good point that you made. Does grief make you emotional or less emotional? So, I think everyone. Is different. I think men grieve differently. Women grieve differently. I think it just depends on how you control your emotions, so it doesn't get in the way of you, you know, living life. Because sometimes you can't let your emotions could override you as a person, because you might end up doing something or saying something that you regret later on. Yeah, but but the the thing is like, is that too? I think you you have to manage your emotions, but I, I I do feel like, no matter if you're someone who you know you can always you're you're able to like control your emotions, which is which is fine, and mm. and maybe not hide them, but yeah, I guess control them in a way so that people you don't kind of let people in to a degree, but I also feel like as 
as people, we should have some sort of emotion, man. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, yeah. and I don't know, and I, I just feel like, and I'm not saying we, and who we who we show that to is, is it, 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 will, it will vary. Like, we don't have to show emotion to every single person. It, it, it depends. Like, you, you know, you know, again, it's back to, well, not back, sorry. It's kind of like a question of like, um, who you feel comfortable around because you're not going to show emotion to every single person. You have to, yeah. to, to be able to be vulnerable and show emotion to people or someone that comes at a level of, you know, you trust that person. Yeah. That person, you know, has made you feel weird to even feel like you're comfortable enough to open up, talk to them and, do you know what I mean? So it's not just something you just do like blindly in it, but... Yeah, to anyone, yeah, it's true. I think you just got to be selective with who you're, you know. Yeah, like who, who you're kind of um, showing it to because even though like I know... I know how I am. I know, like, I'm someone who's like, you know, I, I'm I'm not emotionless. I, I I'm a sort of expressive person. So I, I I will express my emotions, like, to and and. But for me, I'm I'm, I'm happy doing that because I I know the people who are, who I can do that with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's not so much of a problem. But then, there can be people who um are not really like that, because maybe because they don't have people around them who they can express that, with, or maybe because they're not really like that. Yeah. Do you know? I I don't know. Have you have you had have you met anyone or know anyone who's like I don't say they're emotionless, but like they just like you haven't really seen a vulnerable side to them. And I don't mean vulnerable like you know they're crying. You know, it's just like it's just being able to like them able to talk to you on, on a certain level. Like, do, do you do you have anyone like that? Yeah, I know a few people that are like that. So I've never seen them um, react a certain way. They always seem like a really calm. You know, gentle, you know, mm. kind of outgoing, you know, person. So I think it depends who they're, what issues they have and who they want to say it to because maybe, you know, I trust this person to talk about my issues, but not everyone's going to have that kind of, you know, confidence to go up and tell or say something to someone because they're worried that it might, you know, they might, someone might tell someone else because they don't have that emotional intelligence, you know, when it comes to talking about deep issues. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I, I just thought of something like, even with when it comes to vulnerability, yeah, I feel like, bef- like me personally, before grief, I didn't really appreciate it. I just thought like, especially like, and the reason why I say that because I just felt like, Growing up, like that's not like talking about feelings and how it's not something that we, you know, we, I was like, I was thinking about because mm-hmm. me at twenty was just about uni, enjoying the uni life and just having fun. I wasn't thinking, oh, like I'm, I'm gonna have heart to hearts with people, and yeah. I didn't, really, I probably didn't even know what okay, I knew what vulnerability was, but I probably didn't, I didn't care for it. Like me, like me talking to someone about my feelings was just like okay, I don't. Maybe this is what this is what people do yeah. when they're going through stress, or or even even. I just feel like men, guys, we don't we don't do all that. Yeah, and I know. Like, it's just it's just an ongoing debate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't. Okay, like, <laughs> like, you know, we we can. I can be with friends, and I, you know, whether I'm we're out or, or doing whatever, I'm like and. If someone wants to say, oh, start talking about, you know, like, I don't know, just talking on level, being open, being vulnerable, I'm just like, mm, well, 
this ain't the time. This is yeah. no, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to turn up and you know I mean live life like we don't. This ain't you know what I mean. What we what we doing? But again, that's because like it was just a thing. It was just maybe just football. Like not to be stereotypical, but just football. Oh, like you know, like what what girl can you talk to? And yeah. it's not really about oh you know how where's your mental health at? Like what on a scale of one to ten? Like no one <laughs> trying to hear that. Like, no, no one's no one's And then talk. Yeah. And I'm not saying it. it I, I wasn't. You know, I, I was. Like I said, I know me. I've always been sort of person who's always been expressive, but it's just that I didn't. I didn't appreciate that part of me that because. I thought I had to be a certain way because as a as a guy, you know, it's I want to be known known to be a certain type of guy as opposed to oh yeah, you know, he's, he's a guy who wears his heart on his sleeve and he, mm-hmm. you know, he 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 talks about his feelings. It almost didn't feel like mm, so, so. he wants to be stoic, you know. Yeah, it's not really, you know, but but like, I feel like now as I, as I've not only as I'm as I'm older, but as I yeah. as I've gone through grief, I appreciate I appreciate that even more. Mm-hmm. It's almost like yo, like. This person's opened up to me. I, I, I feel, I feel, I feel privileged because, you know, because I said before, you, you're not gonna open up to just anyone. To be vulnerable isn't, isn't. That's not. That's that's. It's not something that you, should, you take for granted. It's something that you know that person trusts you enough to, you know, in the, to let their guard down. And, and again, I don't, when we talk about when I say vulnerability, I don't mean vulnerability isn't just like oh, you know, like someone coming to you crying. Yeah. It can be about you know what I, I, I'm feeling stressed about this and I feel like. I've tried this. I don't know what to do. Do you know what I mean? It's just just being allowing allowing themselves to to kind of let their guard down. And I'm not saying people people can't. It's wrong to have it up. It's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. But me personally, I feel like vulnerability kind of it, it kind of gives you a like understand and it makes you understand people a lot more. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, and I feel like you kind you kind of appreciate when people are vulnerable towards you, and because it's not easy thing. We're not all we're not all kind of built to. We're not all built the same way. A lot, a lot of people can like be can show emotions quite easily than others. So when someone who who can't show it quite easily is forthcoming to you and and open up to you, that's not you can't take that lightly, man. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I think also it's how are they gonna be vulnerable as well because they might not know how to be, you know, vulnerable to a certain person or if it's a relationship. Yeah, they might not know how to communicate that properly. Yeah, like, I f- yeah, I think um, that's true as well. So I, 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 that's how I never say like I get everyone's difference, and we can't all judge and say just because someone's not is not is quite it seems a bit like you know they're quite stoic or they don't really open up. It doesn't mean like they're incapable of being vulnerable. Incapable of being vulnerable. Maybe they just don't know how to. In it, do you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I feel like because when I said earlier, but I don't know if I know anyone who I've not seen vulnerability from like. Me personally, probably my dad. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen my dad vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. and that's that could be partly because, yeah, I, I don't know. I have, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him be vulnerable. Like, and that's why my mom and my mom. I've always, seen, I've, I've always seen her as, as, you know, she's always been like, Sonny's very strong. Like, so I had a. I've already seen her cry. I've seen her, I've seen her cry like probably three times my entire life. Like, and it's that moment I'm like, oh, okay, well, like, my mum actually cries. Like, you're just thinking, you know, you just think like, okay, like, but then, and I feel like, and I, I don't, I'm not saying this, it's an African thing or like, one thing I do appreciate, like, in hindsight, and I, 
growing up is that my family they always encourage me to be vulnerable. They like and when I say that I mean like they always be like, you know what, if you ever want to talk about something, you know, you know we're here, you know, like you can you can talk. Yeah. And at the time I may not have taken took taken up at the time, but I, I appreciate that. So I think that in turn subconsciously allowed me to to be vulnerable because I know like my environment, you know, it's not ho- it's not hostile to that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, so I, I, I kinda so now as I'm as I'm older, I do definitely appreciate having that um having that from family, like being able to like, you know what, I can I can talk to them. There's nothing like I can't say. Because you know sometimes like obviously I'm not a parent, but you know like when like growing up here, yeah, you do something and you're scared to tell your parents because you know if they when when they when they report you, you know it's you know it's peak when you go home, like but I feel like and not to say, I'm not saying I was bad, but I feel like with with my family and my mum, she was always like, you know what, yeah, like just you know be respectful, don't go out and do anything mad. But I feel like I never really felt. Again, not to say that I got into trouble, but when I did, I never really felt. Oh my god, my mom's gonna kill me! Like I can't, I don't know what to like. I never really felt that like because she, I feel like she was never really. I think she should be angry at something, but she was never really like, oh my, like. You can't come and tell me anything. Do you know what I mean? And 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 looking back, that's that's one of the things that I appreciate because, you know, okay, because for me it allows me to acknowledge, okay, you know, I've done something wrong. And yes, I know that, I probably know that it is wrong. But my family, they they quite they they understand that they, I get punished. I still get punished, but they understand. Listen, this is wrong. It's what you've done, but it's like that's the end of it, sort of thing, as opposed to like. You know, because what it is, yeah, we're not perfect. We're all gonna make mistakes in it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, I feel like if I had a, a family where, like, yes, they tell me don't make mistakes, but they give me a hard time. As if to, as if to say, I can never make a mistake ever in my life. That's a bit like, yo, it's mad. You, you just think like you, you can't. You're not really. You, you, you can't. You can't really breathe because yeah. you make one mistake and and your your family is just like crucifying you. Yes, I get. I, yeah, punishment. I get that, but. Once you've you've established what they've done, what you've done, sorry, and they've established that this what you've done is wrong, this is your punishment, this is why it's wrong, and 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 then you move on from there. But some people are like, no, it's wrong. You're bad. They make you feel so bad. And it's like that will knock your self esteem, man, because you're thinking, I know I did bad, but like, my parents hate me for it. Like, so it's like for me, even though times when I was bad, like they, I always understood that you know what, we don't hate you, but what you did was wrong. And that even that kind of hearing that is it's 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 still nice to hear because you know okay I know I did wrong, so it makes you even want to do do right or or be better because you know like you have some a supportive family, do you know what I mean like like when you um growing up did you, how did you feel in terms of like um did you ever feel like like pressured in a sense where if you got in trouble doing something that you weren't supposed to do you feel like as soon as your your mom and dad hears about you know oh my gosh did you did you have that fear or was it like you know what i know i did wrong but i know my parents would they'll punish me yeah. but they will understand okay I, that you know what you did is wrong they'll punish me and, and make me learn from my mistake rather than crucifying you and be like no you're wrong you're wrong like you're you're a bad person do you know, do you know what i mean like did, yeah. did, did you ever ever get that i think my dad when i, when I was young even though he, he, he loves me. He will still, you know, mm. hit, you know. You well, remember? What did you get? The the belt or the or the slipper? <laughs> the, the belt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, you know. Hey, that belt, yeah. <laughs> the cane, especially the cane belt, literally. Oh, hey, African parents, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. So like, yeah. So what, what was that? What was that like? As in, so did you did did you feel um like room to breathe in a sense where if you get in trouble. I'll be punished, but I know that they'll understand. Or did you, was it the opposite? Yeah, so my dad still, you know, loved me regardless. But obviously, I have to go through this in order to, you know, yeah, um, learn learn the lessons. So yeah, he was still respectful. He just saying that, oh, don't do this again, or mm. get get into fights with your brothers, or you know, yeah. I mean, literally. So I think we were just arguing over the TV or or, or something, and yeah. <laughs> and then as soon as he came upstairs I just knew I'm getting in trouble you know and my mum I think she was a more underst- she she understood more but obviously she did take me to the side and say oh don't do this ever again mm. you know so yeah I think some people might take it um, differently or people might be afraid of what they're going to do because it's so bad yeah you know but even like growing up, yeah, did you ever feel like, because I feel like a lot of us, especially um, a lot of us like second born like Africans here, yeah, we kind of have not, I'm not saying we all grew up the same, but we kind of can relate to each other in in, 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 a, in a lot of ways, like in terms of like upbringing, you know, like some people were like strict parents and things like that. And like with vulnerability, I feel like that kind of made me even not want to not want to get in trouble because i know that okay my family they're they're open to that i can talk to them about things yeah. like i don't feel like oh you know i can't if I have a problem they're gonna be yes again i'm not the punishment you will get punished it? but i feel like it's not it's about making how can i put it you get punished but i think what was important is that for my family is that they always made make sure that you know what like you're already human i know you've done wrong but just because we're punishing it doesn't mean like we you know we were we we neglect you or we don't care about you but just that you have to learn that this is this was wrong this mm-hmm. is so it's like so what i'm saying with me because I, I had that i didn't i felt like a lot safer so again when i did get in trouble i'm not saying i did it on purpose i took it took, took advantage of it but i just feel like you know i've got i've got i've got a lot of family who supports me so i know like mm-hmm. even not, even just let's forget about trouble forget trouble even just in terms of just going through stuff i could i could talk to Talk to my family, do you know what I mean? I didn't feel, oh, I'm going to be embarrassed about this. And and I feel like typically, as someone's in, so, so in some African households, it's often kind of like, you know, like kind of stern household, you know, like maybe don't really talk about much or certain things, but that's, I didn't really get that. Do you know what I mean? I don't feel like I, I lived, came up, lived in a typical like African household. And by me saying that, I'm not saying this is, this is how all Africans are. So I don't want to kind of paint that picture of saying, oh, Africans are just very stoic or we don't kind of show vulnerability because yeah, we mm-hmm. do. But I'm just saying some, in some, some, in some families, that's not always like that. But that doesn't mean that represents the whole, you know, mm-hmm. of people from Nigeria or Ghana. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's, it's, it's different for everyone. But I feel like growing up, I feel that kind of helped me how I am today in terms of like being able to be expressive and I'm not getting in trouble because I feel like my family weren't strict, but if you get in trouble, yeah, you're gonna be punished, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was like just growing up around around a lot of love and and vulnerability. I think that helps me, like, do you know what I'm trying to say, it helped me kind of 
be a better person. You know, especially as a man where like, or as a boy at a time where you feel like, you know, you can't do this or like, it did. so I, I, I'm i glad that I didn't have that pressure of, no, you can't, because you're a boy, you can't do this. Because you're a boy, you, you know, you can't, do you know what I'm trying to say? I, I didn't have that, that kind of, um, uh, I won't even say stigma, but I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have that pressure basically. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that 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 definitely played a lot, played a large part in my like, in my in my development. Yeah, especially when the uncles say you are the man of the house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's like, oh, and you don't even know what is what is okay. Like I I know I'm the only man in the house, but it's like I know it's like that pressure of okay, like because you're in the man of the house, it's like you have to be a certain way. Yeah, and <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the thing. We're not. We're not. We're not we're not all one way do you know what I mean we're, we're, we're going to be very different mm. and and that's the thing like you know like did you feel any, any pressures <laughs> like when um, like when growing up and stuff well of this being the like, only guy or yeah, yeah being the only guy and also just like um, trying to be a man but not on your terms but on, on this kind of societal like um societal terms so did you find pressure to kind of adhere to that or did you feel like you've always been like your own man sort of thing it's a good good question so um do i start all right so i think it's a mix of in of probably people and obviously myself as well it's just mm. basically based on the people that i've been around with that's how i defined what being a man was mm. you know because obviously um you grew up, up around your uncle your dad and you thought maybe the way they're talking or approaching people or their relationships are, are like that's what a man should be you know mm. they should be leaders they should be strong calm and obviously independent yeah even those things are all good you know and obviously there's nothing wrong with showing a bit of like you know vulnerability as well because obviously when it comes to guys we don't like to <laughs> say yeah. you know oh, um how's your mental health bro you know yeah, i, I yeah. love you and all that stuff yeah yeah, oh, it, yeah it, might, trust me. <laughs> it just puts some people off you trust know? me trust me man you know like that's the thing and even just like I just remember like even just growing up because it's I feel like it's trying to be a man but also trying to be cool like, especially in school it's like yeah. everyone's a, a very impressionable but you want to be that you want to be like a, a certain way and it's yeah. like I don't know as, and you, you know, when I think about it it's like who, who are you doing that for do you know what I mean like mm. you're trying to be cool or you're trying to be like oh I'm the I'm, 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 the, I'm the tough guy like I'm yeah. That that was literally what it was being that that guy with no emotions like, but then when you try to pretend, when you try and pretend to be that, especially if you if you're not like that gent naturally, it's kind of it, people you will get found out. Yeah, I think another point to follow on about I think people get their inspiration from like films, TV shows, or maybe they will go to another outside source mm. to what it means to be a man. You know, because obviously there's films like The Dark Knight and um, what else? 
I don't know, suits or something. Mm. I think that's what people think being a man is. But what they don't realise is that they're fictional characters, so they're not even real, you know. Mm. So you acting like that in real life is not going to be, you know, it's not really going to last long because people yeah. will know that, oh, this is not you, you know. And the, way yeah. you're, the way you're acting is just... Yeah, like, mm. it, but do, do you feel like nowadays, yeah, just even even just in media and just life in general, do you feel like nowadays vulnerability is, is almost seen as a, um, I don't want to say secret weapon, but it's kind of like something that's kind of celebrated now amongst men? Um, I think yes and no. Why, why, why do you think no? Um, so... I think probably because when it comes to like get, getting into relationships, is people don't like to show that vulnerable side of them, even though it is important because you're in a relationship and you're there to connect with with one another and learn mm. ab about them. So I think people just, I think some men just don't want to show their vulnerable side, you know, because they want to be seen as a tough guy, you know, but yeah. obviously, um, some of them will be comfortable depending on who it is some people they might not have the emotional intelligence you know mm. to show that side of them oh yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna okay why, why do you think so why do you think yes that that, that is kind of um, celebrated now amongst men because we're human and obviously we're gonna go through things that will hurt us that will you know um also, things that will build us up as well. So we're showing the human side, you know, mm. of ourselves that not many people will even realize. Oh, he he's going through that issue, and I can relate to him as well, you know. Yeah, and I I feel like because even just um, uh, oh, I was watching I was watching uh, the Breakfast Club. There's this guy. I think what was his name? Um, oh, let me try and find it. What episode was it? It was this with, it, was it, with this guy. He was like a, I think his name was something Earl. Oh. Earl something. And he was just talking about, you know, like men being vulnerable, like oh, how yeah, it's yeah. important. Like, yeah. And he was like, and it was honestly, like, it was amazing to watch, man. Yeah. And my point I'm trying to get with that is that when I see stuff like that, that encourages me, like, yeah. okay, you know what? Listen, because they're, they're men who are talking about that. Like, because the thing is, I feel like when you see something, even though, like, I, I say we shouldn't focus too much on media, repre media representation, but nowadays we've we got so much more new media, like podcasts and things like this, where you're seeing men talking about things and being vulnerable. And it's like, I like it. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it's good yeah. because you feel like, okay, you know what? Like we are really talking, we are being really being vulnerable. Among, yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's no longer <laughs> a thing of like, oh, we can't really do that. You know, it's that, mm, like, that's a bit, yeah. But now it's like okay, okay, you know it's that person's doing, it. and especially if it's from people you look up to. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like I don't know, um, but you. But I feel like I won't say I don't have any role models, but I feel like growing up, I didn't have like a a father figure. Well, my, apart from my granddad, um, but for my dad, I didn't really have a father figure in him. Not because I he I feel like he he wasn't capable, but because he wasn't around. So like. So for me, 
like vulnerability wasn't wasn't something that I felt like I needed to to be because I didn't see it around. All I saw around was like, you know, you need to just be cool, tough, like just make sure you're not really showing any being weak around people. Yeah. You know that you know. So if I, if I had seen that ground, maybe it might have been different. But I'm I'm saying like now, as an adult. I'm seeing that. So it's like, okay, I feel comfortable. I've always been on that. But even just us having this platform and being able to like express ourselves and do you know what I mean? It's like almost, it feels good for me. It feels good. I'm glad that we, we can do that, do you know what I'm trying to say? And obviously like, it's unfortunate how we've got here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it's, I feel like it's still good because just because you're vulnerable, it doesn't mean like you're, you know, you're no longer like, you can't have moments of where you need to, you know, be tough or, you know what I'm saying? It's just, and I think now it's not it's not about pretending anymore. It's about just being yourself, man. And, and yeah. being human <coughs> comes with a bit of vulnerability because, you know, as a human, it, um, when you think of people being humans, they, they were humans first before anything. So before we're men, before we're, we're, we're black, we're humans. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, but, but of course, everything else kind of comes, all the other things come before that. So it's like, we're judged by our, by colour, we're judged by, because we're men. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, the vulnerability is kind of like, it's harder to see because people it's like you gotta get through those other layers first do you know what i mean so but nowadays but now it's like okay cool now we're, we're showing that now we're human first now we're, we're vulnerable like and in the past i think for me anyway the reason why i, I felt like vulnerability was bad because it's something that can be used against me so imagine mm -hmm. that you know the sound someone see someone see you crying and stuff and they're like oh i remember when like you like, but you know, back then, oh, you're moist, man. We saw you crying, like, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. even, even, even getting robbed, even getting, like, even that is, is, is like, you're vulnerable because you're, you're, you know, you're getting robbed. And even that is like, oh, it's almost like a thing of like, nah, okay, you're not going to grow respect anymore because you got robbed. Like, you know, are you really, are you really a, like, man? Or really, oh, like, yeah, do, do you know yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. Like, so they'll try and use small, like, coded language like, oh you're a man you're, you're, this isn't supposed to happen to you do you know what I mean like you yeah. you, 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 let, you let someone else take your and I'm gonna I've, I've been robbed in it I've been robbed like do you know what I mean and it's like that feeling yeah it's not nice man you, yeah. just, you just feel you, you you feel vulnerable like as in you feel low like oh, almost like you can you can be easily robbed like you know are you not are you not a, a man where like you let a lot of people take your goods and it's like obviously back then that's what it was about it was about ego being boisterous and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. like I'm not saying it'll happen now, but that's, I'm, me, honestly, if someone wants to take my phone now, it's 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 like my phone or my life. I'm gonna yeah. choose my life in it. I'm trying to say like, mm -hmm. so it's like it's different now. I'm trying to say it's not. I'm not gonna be. I'm not saying I will. But if it were to happen, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, okay, shit. I'm gonna. My life is worth more than a thousand pounds. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, 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 I'm trying to say. So it's like. So yeah, man, I think it's just about understanding like where you're at. And it's, it's knowing yourself as well, man. I'm trying to say, it's knowing yourself. And once you know yourself, this whole, oh, you're not a man, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because let's be honest, we, we change the goalposts of, of what being a man is anyway. Tomorrow, it, it might be something else. The next year, it might be something else. So just do, be the man you need to be for yourself, not for anyone else yeah. or, do you know what I'm trying to say? That's, that's, that's what's important, man. So like, and I think that's, even just as as you know, here we always talk about grief, mental health. I think that's more important for your mental health. Just being the man for you. Never mind, like because if because think about it, if you're always trying to like be 
uh, you know, be the man for everyone else or like, or for your family. Like, be it for, for you. I mean, be it for you. It's not like be confident in who, who you are. Do you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Like, and there's something about that. Like, when you, because when you own something, when you own yourself or you, you are happy in the brand you've created, as in uh, you being the brand, it's like, listen, that's this is you, man. Like, it's not, it's not about, you don't get worried about other people's opinion anymore. But if you keep mm-hmm. con- constantly like, worried about oh you know i don't know what <coughs> what people are gonna think of this like this like you're not living you're gonna you're further enslaved of other people's opinions man yeah i think that comes to the point of comparing yourself with other people as well that mm. kind of ties in as well because we do it a lot and obviously it's normal to do it but um obviously obviously at the same time you just need to be confident in who you are you know the abilities god has given you and this not let people you know um walk over you yeah you know yeah it's true. that's also important yeah. exactly like mm. even if, if you can think back here yeah, i would say probably like um last year is was there a moment where you felt like you were very very vulnerable like mm. last year yeah or, or moments it could be a moment or, or moments where you felt like quite vulnerable mm. I'll probably say issues, part of the issues that I that I go through. You know, those are times when I'm a bit more more vulnerable. But it depends who I'm saying it to, because they need to be um, matured enough mm-hmm. to, to have the conversation. Because if the person isn't matured, then he might not be able to handle. Yeah, you know what what comes. But not even not even in the sense of as in being vulnerable with someone, but where, where you felt vulnerable most. So not necessarily like you've you've gone to speak to someone and you're and you're being vulnerable to to them, but just more so on the thing of you felt vulnerable because of something. Okay. Mm. I don't think I recall anything. Mm. And I asked that because yeah. I, I asked that because I just wanted to like get like how you you know how you felt and also like what. You know, if there were any sort of things in your head where you felt like, okay, I can't be like this, or you've just kind of surrendered to the idea that you know what, like, right now, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be vulnerable, and we, and even though Oxford, I don't know if I can think of a, of a moment, but I think mm. for me it was definitely, <coughs> if I can think, um, I think I always have like different moments of where I'm, I'm vulnerable, but I feel like. I think there was a time where I thought, you know what, yeah, like I don't, I don't even know, like, can I do this? When I, when I say can I do this, I don't mean that something in particular. I, I just mean like, um, how can I put it? Like, am I really gonna live a good life? Like, hmm. and I don't know what what spurred it on, but I just felt like it was just because I just felt, you know what, like I've, I've been. I'll be honest. I think it was a moment where I, I kind of felt a bit sorry for myself in it. But I just I just felt like you know what is there can I is there anything else to look forward to because this I just feel like the past has been so much yeah like you know so in that moment I, I kind of felt vulnerable and to be honest I kind of felt like I didn't speak to anyone but I kind of felt nah at least I'm just t- to tell me like it's gonna be cool man yeah like, I think you know what I'm trying to say like yeah you just need that reassurance that encouragement from people you know that it's it's gonna be okay you know and obviously it's shouldn't be afraid to reach out to someone because mm. you never know they might give you some advice that will help you 
you know, the, the day, today or the day off though. Yeah, you know, like, and and I, and that's and that's what I felt, man. And like, you know, and it's like I've got to tell myself that because you know what it is. It's something what I feel like at times. Yeah, I don't know if this is, this is toxic. Yeah, but in my head, I'm like, no one's coming to save me. Like I can be like, oh yeah, I feel this, but no, it's it's up to me to get myself up. Yeah, and I don't know if if that works to be motivational, if that works to be toxic, but essentially that that's what I think. No one's coming to save me. To be honest, I think. Hmm. I think about that point. Um. It's true, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with re reaching out to people as well, mm. you know? So they can direct you, they can guide you to where you need to go or be. But I think at the end of the day, it's we're the early ones that can, you know, get to that. Yeah, place, no, it's, it's true, it's true. And I think sometimes, I'm not saying that, because I, I, I feel like, you know, if, if you have a, a problem, there's obviously always a solution to it and, it's, yeah. and we, we should always strive to um, um, use the best solution to solve our problems. But sometimes I'm like, just, because me, I think because of me, I'm, I'm also a person, I, I like words of affirmation. Like, yeah. so I, I like, so I don't mean in terms of, of a relationship, I just mean not, it can be platonic or non-platonic, but I just like, you know, nah, bro, you got, like, don't worry, it's going to be cool. I know that that might not change things in that in that particular moment, but it it, it kind of serves as encouragement in my head. I'm like, okay, cool. You know what? I know, like, I've got good support around me, so I know I got this. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That that kind of feeling. But sometimes I'm like, nah. You know what? No one's coming to save you, man. Mm. Like, so stop. Like, it's like that toxic thing of like, nah. Stop crying or stop being feeling sad or sorry for yourself because nah, you have to. It's it's like it's like a tough love sort of thing yeah. I, I do to myself, but mm. sometimes it could be toxic because I'm like, no, you know what? No one's come to save me, so I don't even I can I can deal with this by myself. No one needs to know what I'm, I'm going through, like, and and that's where I feel like it's, it's a bit toxic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do you, do you um do you have that sometimes? Mm, good question. Um, yeah, I get sometimes. You know, you definitely. Like you know, when you're doing um a workout or you're exercising and you're trying to get that last yeah. rep and yeah, yeah. something in your mind is telling you, nah, go down. You can't do this no, anymore. No, you can't do that. Like, like, like sometimes your mind can literally just fight with you. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like literally all the time, regardless. But sometimes you just can't listen to to what you know it's trying to tell you. Just mm. keep going. Yeah. Because that will just push the mind to get out of this like comfort zone you mm. know and i'm reading a book called cleaning up your mental mess by dr caroline like dr caroline leaf so it's a really good book yeah i recommend to anyone that's one of that wants to do with like mental health and finding ways of how you can handle it you know and i'm learning a lot of just tips and advice just from re reading the book mm. so definitely she talks a lot about how to deal with toxic thoughts and re and reinforce them with um, positive thought. Yeah. And obviously, I know with this toxic positivity going on, you know, obviously, I think she mentioned it in one of the book one time that sometimes it's good to have a toxic thought because it shows that uh, when, when that thought does come, it means that 
there's a way of handling it so that it doesn't um so that it doesn't what's the word so it doesn't overtake your thoughts you know yeah and uh yeah i think she just talks about things in a very scientific way like if you're into science then it would be a really good book to to read so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in, in the episode description. What's it? What's it called? Cleaning up your mental mess. Yeah, by Doctor Carola, Caroline Leaf. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, it's all about just continuing to understand yourself, ourselves, man. Like, yeah. you know, cause like I said, it's you know, we all have toxic thoughts, but it's just about addressing them and make, making sure that you know, you just don't get too caught up with it. Yeah. You know, um. But yeah, this has been good, man. This is. Episode sixty five, well, first episode of the year actually. Yep. So happy New Year, everyone. Um, happy New Year. We had a little hi- um, hiatus, but we're back. So, just to say a thank you to everyone who's been listening, um, c- continuous listeners, new listeners. If you're listening, if you're watching, no, so if you're yeah, if you're listening and watching, yep. um, we appreciate everyone that's been supporting us, um, sharing our stuff. Shout out to everyone. You know, following us, um, really appreciate. It. We yeah. just hope to continue this year. You know, just keep talking as we did today. Um, you know, um, but just for a run out, let's just do like a little well for all the new listeners or watchers. Um, if you don't know by now, me and Ben we started this podcast like it's been almost like what two almost two years now. Yeah, well, it'll be two years in March actually. Yeah, March. Yeah. yeah so you know, because we've gone through grief, we lost our parents, so this was like our I would say like maybe silver lining. Yeah. through it so we've had a lot of guests who've shared their stories too i hope they say we have to have more guests who come and share their story and just keep having a conversation you know helping people go we hope we're helping people um but we really appreciate everyone that's, that's listened or shared our stuff and you know if you're listening now before you go please leave a review on apple podcast um, subscribe on youtube it means a lot to us yep. follow us on spotify and um then there's a TikTok page as well. well oh yeah, we're on TikTok to now. Yeah, you know, in. that's like TikTok is just like another. It's it's crazy there, man. Like literally, <laughs> like yeah. the amount of the stuff, but it's it's it's, it's emerging. So, so we we're on that. We're gonna try and get to grips with that. Um, what else did I want to say? Um, if you didn't know, I'm Jermaine. Ben. Almost Ben. Um, so yeah, we appreciate it, guys, and um. Something else I wanted to say, I can't remember. We've done all the plugins. Um but yeah, any anything else you wanna say? Uh yeah, I just wanna say happy new year to everyone and hope twenty 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 two is a better year for for you and us as well, you know. Shout out to everyone listening from Europe, Africa, Asia, yeah, America. Yeah. You know, we know you're out there supporting us and we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us as well. And yeah, definitely. And on that note, we're out.